is random convos from the couch hey everyone it's cody and charisma and you're now listening to random convos from the couch podcast stay tuned hey everybody hey everyone we are back with another episode yes 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 um so happy that the week is over. Mm-hmm. It was a long week. It really was. Very, very long week, but we made it to Saturday. So I hope you guys are enjoying your weekend as you guys are listening to our podcast right now. Yes, and of course, as always, we're going to get into new music. Yes. Um. First things first. Vaughn. Well, well, he's the only one for me. Oh, that you listen to today? Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's get into that. We'll King. I'll tie some more. In okay. There. Um. Yes. King Von released uh his new album, "What It Means to Be King," um, and I'm very uh excited to say that whoever who all put this project together did a very good job um with this project especially for the fact that he's no longer here with us but the way they did it made it i don't know if these were just songs that he had recorded when he was alive or if they just added features later i don't know how the situation went but the way they did it was very very vine and so i i definitely enjoyed it um had some bangers just straight up just in a row just boom 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 yeah um i liked it too i was I was, I was, I didn't know how I was going to feel about it because yeah. the project he had released right after he died. <clears throat> Welcome to O Block? Yeah, like. Oh, you mean before my, he died? Nothing going right after he died. There was, he never released the project after he died. Or maybe it was like a week before. Around the same time, like. Yeah. Like how Pop Smoke had died, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think this was, you got confused with. I wasn't a big fan of that one. Welcome to Oblock. Mm-hmm. I, li- I mean, I, mean we- I like some songs, but I didn't like it more than Levon James. Correct, and yeah. that was a mixtape, right? Yeah, right. Um, I consider it a mixtape. Well, I'll give you that. I mean, he- yeah, because Welcome to Oblock was his debut. Yeah, it was official. Yeah. His official debut. Um, I have to go back and on that. I'm actually gonna do that. Um, but yeah, so um, I didn't really like that one. Yeah, he so had- I was a little, you know, I was like, ugh. Hesitant how this would sound just because, you know, sometimes after... It was two days after my birthday. You know, sometimes after artists passed, um, you know, what's it called? That post-Morpheus album? Yeah. It's never good. Well, it, it depends on the artist or who you really have around. Like, I, I explained which earlier... Of, which, I of lo- course, it depends on if they even have, like, enough material to... Yeah, because, like, Pac, he had music... He, you know. So okay, so like Pop Smokes, the first one, the the first one after he, he died. Oh, uh, um, straight uh, shoot for the moon, moon aim for the for, stars. Yeah. Yes, that one was good. Yes, it was. They should have. They yeah, should stopped right there. It wasn't better to me than Meet the Woo Two. Of course. But they should have stopped after after that one. I agree. That next project. Um, sucked. I, I forgot what it. it's called. I think it. I don't know if it's, I Look, forgot it's what it's like called. Dream like. It was like Faith or yeah, something like so, that. Yeah, and this one, worse than piece to him as well. But Virgil, they, well, no, 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 no. I'm sorry, he did the album cover. My apologies. Um, what's his name? Um, Victor. Victor. Stephen Steve Victor. Victor did there we go. Yeah, he and, put it together, and I wasn't. And, and I hated it. I listened yeah. to it one time. Well, Fifty put in the other one. I like the one that Fifty did. Obviously, yeah, and this one better. too. Like it sounded like they didn't even have a lot because like his verse would be maybe forty five seconds a minute, and it's like. I mean, they, they had to work with, I mean, but then again, I like the fact that for this one, they took their time with it. But because you, he passed. I mean, but you, are you talking about for? You keep on. Okay. He passed in 2020, but this, and this came out in 2022, of course. Um, but I like that they took their time with it because of the fact that he, um, it just sounded like a brand new studio album. One thing it made me think, because one, I appreciate the features. So you got Fabio, even Moneybag Yo's verse was good. Um, of course, with Dirk and Dreezy, another verse G-Herbo. for her. G Herbo, gotta get. I like you know, the uh, Facetime song. Oh yeah, uh, you know, F into the face, mm-hmm. you know, and all that. I really enjoy how they put the 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 guest features. Even T Grizzly had a nice one on there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in, in the beats, of course, you know, DJ on the beat, so it's a banger. You know, they had a, they they really did it. Even the album cover, 
And in my mind, I'm thinking like, this may be my favorite Von project. Even though I've listened to it maybe two or three times, it was, it's just, this is exactly what I'm thinking of. Yeah, like it all just, you know, flowed together. Like I mm-hmm. agree with the two. It's interesting too. I was looking on Twitter and it was like, some people liked it mm-hmm. and some people didn't I did like, see that too. <clears throat> excuse me. A lot of people were saying like, if he was alive, they want to use some of these songs. I mean, it's hard to, for us to know because, you know, we don't know what, what vision they have. I mean, a lot of times people record music in their first debut album, but then they have songs from like six years ago that they won't use until their fourth I, album. You I, know, I will say that, like, I do feel like he was, his wordplay mm-hmm. and how he would uh, talk about basically, you know, shooting and killing people. Of course. This is just my opinion. It was kind of equivalent to how Little Wayne is. How he would always, always just to me, he just say how Little Wayne would always talk about the same shit mm-hmm. in every song, mm-hmm. but say it differently every time. Yeah, and it would always sound great. And I feel like that's kind of how King Von would do when he would be <clears throat> talking about shooting somebody, yeah. killing somebody, like. Always something different, but yeah. always so cool. But I, I would say like this. I mean, I do like the Chicago drill music and everything. I mean, I'm already excited for next week because, uh, you know, um, Dirt coming out mm-hmm. as well as Benny and stuff. But is, is drill music just really music about shooting people? Is that like what the... Yeah, the, the type... Remember, remember I told you about on um, a Facebook group that I'm in? Uh, somebody asked the question about what is drill music and oh, then yeah. someone explained it. And it's, it's like, is it is it horrorcore? And I never heard of a genre that way. But then, but then when I, as I was telling you this, you were like, "Why people just can't go to Google?" And then somebody, somebody was like, "Why y'all dumbasses just don't go to Google? Y'all just you ask know, Facebook." That and really, shit. that really does bother me. Because <laughs> it's like you can and it, look, really, and it really be stuff like on Facebook. People on Facebook. It's not uh, okay. Know. There's a difference because I want to explain it. It's not like if you guys live in your city, whatever you live. And you're like, hey, where's the best hair salon I can go to to get this particular hairstyle? And then people comment on their fa- the ones they go to and everything like that. That's not the case. Because mm-hmm. Google going to give you all the hair salons, but you don't know which one's the best and whatever like that. Motherfuckers will get on there on Facebook and ask, what times is the Department of Public Safety closed? Right. Nigga, Google it. Yes. <laughs> yes. And then you really have niggas comment to talk about, Four thirty. Yeah. Four forty-five. Yeah. Right. So it's it's crazy. Um. But outside of uh King Von, you know, because I like to try to get some music going and stuff. Um. I did enjoy the two pack from um, Kinda Man. Okay. She released on uh, March fourth because she had an album, you know, for the three hundred four. So it's it's fitting that she had some music out uh for three hundred four. Uh, and both singles sound good. I really I really want her to win. Um, she's very talented, you know, Houston, Texas representative. She'll let you know and everything like that. A couple of other things. Uh, Pusha T got a single. Um, I saw about it. Listen to it. Well, he, he, the hook is basically a Jay-Z line. Um, hear me, clear me. Y'all niggas fear me. Just say y'all fear me. Fuck all these fairy tales. And that was the hook. So he basically got that from, um, uh, Freemason, the, the song with Rick Ross, uh, okay. Jay-Z. So I, I, know, so I when song. I first heard it. Yeah, you know, it's one of my favorite Jay-Z verses. Guest verses, I'll say. Because he, he has enough to... Oh, hold on. Never mind. What's up? I'm thinking the song of John Legend. <laughs> on, John... That, on that album. Oh, on that the... album? Yeah, yeah. John Legend's yeah. on... Oh, yeah, hold, he's on. Says... hold on. No, I'm thinking the one featuring... Is that the one with River Cross, too? Yeah, it's the yeah, oh, yeah. Song. oh, yeah. I would have... <laughs> I'd rather die before I be a bitch nigga. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we'd rather die... <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're trying to do both at the same time i didn't know what was going in she basically was pointing at me y'all i'm like oh i didn't and i was doing rick ross uh i go to the grave before i be a bitch nigga better behave before dealing with rich niggas yeah yeah, we were all For the sky high. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. I want to make sure. Okay, we're all wide or whatever. Yeah, okay. I got to listen to that song after we done recording. Um, let's see. Oh, yeah. So, last week I mentioned how uh, Omar, 
Omaretta the Great had put out, uh, which is actually, I didn't know the title of the song, Sorry Not Sorry. And I was like, yo, I mean, she was making a statement. The song to me wasn't really that good. Well, this week she released the remix with Lotto, which is actually a good addition to it. It makes, the remix is, is so much better. Um, Lotto was really just talking her stuff. And, and, I'm, and really, too, when that, mm-hmm. when she dropped that song, like the original. Yeah. I immediately thought of her. Yeah, because uh, Clayco. Right. Yeah. Everybody know. She from Clayco. Yeah. So when she mentioned Clayco, mm-hmm. it's not Atlanta. I was like, oh shit. Yeah. I just remember looking in the, uh, when, because it, it re- was released on YouTube first. And I looked in the comments and people was like, that's right, ladies. All of the media trying to just pin y'all against each other. And it was like, I don't really know if that was the media necessarily. Because I didn't, one, I didn't hear nobody actually talk about that. I didn't you, either. You know, so I don't know. Maybe maybe it was in, in the South. I don't know. But uh, I just knew about Lotto and. Rennie, not yeah, them. Yeah, right. You know, um, at the same time, I was thinking like, um, this reminds me of when Erica Banks did the Tooted remix, whatever. And I was like, with, with, with Dream Doll? yeah, and I was like, how the original version was okay, but with Dream Doll, I only listened to Dream Doll's verse and it sounds better. That type of thing. So that's how I thought about it. Um, I don't think nobody else. I mean, Gucci Man did come out with a song, a publicity stunt. Basically, um. He's basically returning the diss back to um, NBA Youngboy because NBA Youngboy did this. Hold on. How old is Gucci Mane? Uh, he's in the, he's in his thirties, forties, thirties. I don't know. Let me see. Gucci. Sorry, y'all. Gotta gotta go to my Googles like how we talked about earlier. Because I know you're not gonna tell me this. Forty two. He turned forty two just this year. And how old is NBA Youngboy? Oh, he's young. We're just gonna go off that. <laughs> Fam, you're 42, making a diss song. Hold on. Well, hold on. I, I'm, I'm going to shoot bail for, for Gucci. If somebody's saying my name, I don't care how it's, young okay. or old, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Don't be saying my name. My nigga, maturity. Come on now. Okay, hold on, hold on. Would you rather for them to do it on a diss record or would you rather have it on rather, some bullshit? I'd rather because you're 42. Hold on, hold on. On some bullshit. Like, I'm talking about like fighting. I'd rather for them to do it. Keep it on wax. Or I would rather you being 42, you don't respond. Oh, are you saying just because a part now if a forty-two-year-old dissed him, he gotta go at him because we the same age? Yes. I'm sorry. Look, anybody can get. If I'm a rapper, no matter how old I am, anybody can get it. If you if you gonna get on record saying my name, I'm not gonna just allow you just to say my name. Some of them. This is basically like how they say young people don't fight a old army veteran. But typically, when people why are you doing a, that? Typically, when people have beef, hold on. Why are you going more for 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 a response? Why are you not saying this more to NBA Youngboy? Why he had to make it this record to to other right? He's young. Just... He's immature. The same nigga. That is the one that got twelve kids. Yeah, he's a kid. So you, well, he he a grown ass man. If he got twelve kids at this point, he's a grown ass man. I get that, but what I'm saying his maturity level. He can he can start having kids whenever his damn balls drop. We ain't talking about that. His love of maturity. He's young. I get young, that. Young dudes do stupid shit. You're 42. Okay. Well, the thing is, is that really reason why I went that way because um, and Gucci could have. And now I'll say for this, he could have kept it just Twitter because it was a line like I felt like Gu-, it was like an older song like I felt like Gucci Man in 2006. Everyone knew in 2006. I think that's when he was shooting niggas and, and all that type of shit. Then dissed him on another song, and then so Gucci made a tweet, you know, had a like him in this outfit with the car and all that, and the caption was, um, "I feel like Gucci Man in 2006." He could have kept it at that. I give you that, but I'm just saying, I think in the mindset that no matter how old I am, if you just, I'm just not gonna allow you to say put my name in your mouth. I rather for it just to be wax. I'm not gonna no violence, no back and forth on Twitter. Okay, just, so you know, what are you saying? What are you saying? This all? Oh no, no, he was just publicity. I'm I don't got lyrics of it. I just know that that was his response. People were talking about it all day, basically. So um, would be crazy if he didn't even diss him in the song. He probably he, he could. It just could have been like spoon shots. But I know what everyone was going with because he kept. It's like this whole thing. At the same time, uh, NBA YoungBoy and the Baby dropped the album today as well. Uh, uh, album? Yeah, a whole project. Let me see what I, the name is. I mean, is. I heard they were working together, but I thought it was. Yeah, good. they already dropped it. I uh, it was Better Than You is the name of the project. It has uh, 12 songs. I thought that nigga was in jail. It, it don't, it's not like he, it's like he recorded shit before he went or, you know, whatever. So, they got a song called BBL as well on that song. All right, but, yeah, we can get you, off. You gonna listen to it? I'm not, no. I don't listen to NBA Young Boy just for the strength, you know. 
But let's get into this. How about this? We'll keep it music, but away from the thing, because something else came out today, and I can finally tell you. Drink Champs interview with Jason Taylor. The game. Yes. And um, this was a big one, This, you know, because of the fact that the game has finally been on there. They've been trying to do this interview for years. And so I'm going to tell you guys. So Cody said this was his assignment this week. Well, she actually, you to, actually gave me. To listen to this. The reason being is because... At the beginning of the week, mm-hmm. um, Drink Champs had like released a teaser, which they always do. Good, uh, good promotion about the upcoming interview. Yeah, about thirty seconds. And we seconds. saw was with the game, mm-hmm. and the clip they showed was, listen to this, y'all. The game saying that that one song that he had with Kanye mm-hmm. was it easy? Yeah, I mean, I can give you the direct quote. He. Oh, go ahead. Well, his direct quote in that clip was, Kanye did more for me in two weeks than Dr. Dre did for my whole career. Do y'all hear that? More than Dr. Dre has done for his whole career. Yeah. Now, if you are a (laughs) faithful listener of this here podcast, you would know uh, at least my feelings, charisma. In Cody's as well. <laughs> Feelings about the game and his mentioning of Dr. Dre. Yes. In every fucking song. Yes, everyone. I have this from, uh, this is a, a tweet from Hip Hop by the Numbers. Um, the game has name dropped Dr. Dre 174 times in his studio album career alone. That's 19 per album, like average. Per album. Now, I don't know how many albums you got, but 19 is just enough. How many times has someone ever said your name at least 19 times in a setting? In an hour. Up to but hour. my thing is like, nigga, <laughs> you've been on this man's dick on yeah. the tip since the beginning of your rap career. You mentioned him in every fucking song. And you mention him so much to the point where everyone in the world has has noticed you mention him in every fucking song. <laughs> and then for you to come out and say this, it's like what you remember, Cody. I told you, I said, babe, I said, what if the game owes Dr. Dre Money. a bet, <laughs> a bet, <laughs> Money or something? It's like and Dre was like. You gotta mention my name in every fucking song. <laughs> That's not like some, something that Suge would do. <laughs> Excuse me. But did I not say that? You did say that. And literally for this shit to come out, right. you're like, why the fuck have you mentioned him this whole like, are you trying to get him to recognize you? Right. What? <laughs> you're sounding at this point you sound desperate, thirsty, like, so please. And so, yeah, so that's why I was like, we got to watch this. Okay. It's we now? <laughs> Cody so, watched it. So, yeah, um, so I'm going to try to run through some real things before I kind of get into it. So, one, um, how Drink Champs likes to do their things, especially for interviews like this. They released the the actual video on Revolt TV on Thursday. They released the audio on Friday. And on Saturday, they put the whole video on YouTube. And I'm going to tell you right now, it's way easier to watch it on YouTube just because you could be chilling or whatever like that. Understand why they do it for the for the phones and stuff because you might be on a flight, everything like that. Cool. So when I looked on 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 when the the timing of the thing because I know they normally do about two hours, three hours. This interview was four hours and twenty one minutes, and I told myself because you know King Von's album, I got another podcast I like listen to another podcast, maybe some other music. How am I gonna be able to fit it all in? And I'm like, well, maybe it'll be a fast day. Well, I'm gonna tell you guys this right now. I did not finish it because of this reasoning. I'm going to say this first. Okay. And, and I wanted to say this part so I could tell you this. Okay. So, Dre Champs, I love their interviews, especially when they have Wait, more. Wait, before you continue, mm-hmm. how long did you last? Two hours. I got okay. halfway. I got okay. halfway. Okay. You know, so it's pretty good. But, you know, I'm going to really tell you why I really. <sighs> so, one if you are like me in this thing, do not listen to this at work. Like I said, be at your crib watching it on your television when it hits YouTube. Just all I'm saying. So 
thing about Dream Champs, when they bring people on, I like the old heads because I like when they explain their stories and stuff like that. The problem sometimes I do have with Dream Champs is where they do interruptions and everything like that. Today was a motherfucking exception because this one question, and I didn't even know they were going to ask it, but I was already pulled in from the question alone. They asked, I'm going to say JCR, they asked Game. I feel like it better be some bullshit. Okay. <laughs> hey, um, why do you, re- you know, why do you- what's the beef between you and Jay? Or, you know, what's your feelings about Jay Z? Right. Great question because this nigga is, you know, he he's he says some stuff about Jay and back and forth. Sometimes he loves him, sometimes he hates him, and everything like that. Great question. I didn't think about that. Okay. Now, as Game was going to answer, Game was like. Yeah, I remember back in the day I said something in the Tim Westwood. Tim Westwood is a radio DJ in London. Okay. Then they started talking about London shit. He was like, oh, man, they got the tings out there. So they get into another thing. Question was asked. He said something, and then whatever he was talking about, whatever, it had nothing to do with where he was going with it. Mm-hmm. They started getting on to that. Then the next 20 minutes, and I'm sitting there, and I wanted to throw my phone, y'all, because I'm like, answer the fucking question. At what point he realized, oh, we got to answer the question. So then he starts saying some more stuff, and then they whatever he mentioned, then they go off track. They got off track so many times. And at one point, I realized that's why we're here for four fucking hours. Because when because they would start. they kept start, getting sidetracked. Yeah, they kept getting sidetracked. And they sidetracked, like, the question and then whatever answer that you got was not with the question. That pissed me off. And, and that, So I, in a span of two hours, how many questions they asked? Two? I don't even know. I, I didn't count them. But I, I'm going to mention this now. I just had to say that because it really did piss me off. Because I'm like, damn. It was it's a like, good question. It's like get to the point. Yeah, like and I want to know. You can't fast forward or like. Right. I even think that. I even think. And if I missed it because I go live. Because, you know, on podcast you got the fast forward button. I, I know I hit that a few times because one pass adds. But at the same time, I'm not about to sit there and listen. So you never got that answer. Huh? No. Nah, if, if he said it, he, he probably mentioned it in hour three. And I already was already done with it. Um, they meant he was probably gonna announce the release of his album. I think as he was going to it, they got sidetracked. So these are the things because I took some notes, and I thought it was gonna be longer than this, but it's only just so. I mean, that's still a page yeah. long. So he talked about the halftime show. Now he mentioned all the people that was in it. He mentioned how Kendrick was on it. Kendrick is not controversial, so that's probably why that they put him on it. His words. On the thing, he said Snoop is Snoop. You know, everybody loves Snoop. You know, Snoop is everybody's uncle. You know, he's super cool, smoking joints right before he get on stage, everything like that. Um, but he, but he was like, you know, if if they wanted to do something, I mean, they got my number, they could have called me, you know. But he said he's not salty about it. But at the same time, I feel like you know whatever he's feeling some type of way. Cool. Next thing, he said at one point before his career really got on, he was gonna sign with Bad Boy. He was hanging out with with Diddy for like. He said two years. I'm thinking, I don't remember just thinking the nigga just going to be flying back and forth to, you know, whatever. This is so random. Just because I saw him in the Kanye West talk. Mm -hmm. Was he already with G-Unit? Who? The game. Yeah, at the time when they was recording, he was already with G-Unit. Like when Dreams, he was already, this was his first album. And then the Crack Music song that's on Kanye's album, that came out the same year, 2005. Okay, okay. I I didn't know like. Or was it 2005? Yeah, yeah, it was 2005. Okay, because I remember he was in, I was like. Huh. And that's what I was like, was he already? Yeah, yeah, he already he was established at this point. He I didn't was, know if he, he was like a nigga in the background, like, oh, he's going to the game. Well, he was, he was, I, and I have to look back at it. I haven't watched it in a while. I believe he was in the in, in the club video with with Fifty. Okay, you know, so but he mentioned that he was he wanted to sign. He thought he was going to sign with Bad Boy because Diddy kept hanging out with him. And then Diddy, when they were sitting there smoking, they were like, you know what, you need to sign to you know you need to link with Dre. How Dre and them came up is basically you know you know. uh Games from Compton. Mm-hmm. So a dude from Aftermath rolled up into the thing. But they said that Game and him and his bloods and all that are very intimidating. That when anybody just rolled through, they they basically like, hey, who are you here for or whatever. So one of the homeboys walked up. He's like, yo, I'm trying to, you know, get, get him hooked up with Dre. And the nigga didn't never tell Game about the shit. And so when the dude came back, because basically Dr. Drake kept sending this dude over like, you're not, we're not done with this until we get game in the studio. Because this demo has been flowing through the city and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So, cool. He mentioned 50. Now, I remember this. and I They don't fuck with each other, right? Well, they didn't fuck with each other. Then I think they had a conversation. And then today, actually, it's funny. Um, I have to find that tweet. But there was a tweet that went out. I don't know if you saw that. From game because fifty first tweet or something today? yeah today actually oh no so if you want to look that up I'll get to it in a minute but I I finally found out the reason this one he actually answered 
I finally found out the reason why 50 was mad at game. Like the first initial part of it. This is the reason why. So 50, you know, he beats with everybody. Right. Beats with Jada, uh, Fat Joe, whatever like that. Game goes to New York. Jada Kiss picked him up from the airport. He took him to Yonkers, and that's when DMX was over there and had the dogs and shit like that. Then they roll over, and then they go to Houston's, and Nas is coming out of Houston's a restaurant, right? And Nas was like, "Yo, you you uh, you coming up, bro? Like, I like you, I like your shit. You doing good, whatever, like that." Fat Joe, he fuck with him. All them niggas that I just mentioned, Fifty had beef with. Fifty mm-hmm. found out that Jada picked him up from the airport, all that type of shit. He like, fuck that. He out the group. He kicked him out of G Unit. <laughs> The niggas that because he was cool with the, the niggas, niggas yeah. that he was beefing with, right? And they, and they, they knew he was dealing with it, but they but they all had a cool relationship. Okay, so, so that before, before we continue, uh-huh. so that poses the question: Can you, if you got beef with somebody, mm-hmm. does that mean that your friend folks have beef with that person? Well, too? game actually did. I'll, I'll give this game did say. You know, 50 never really sat me down and be like, hey, you know, now I don't fuck with these niggas. So since you with us, you can't fuck with these niggas. He didn't really lay it down. He basically, so he, was, he like was thinking he, like, you, like, he didn't know. Right. You know, well, like he knew, he knew that they probably had things, but he didn't have an issue with them. And they didn't have an issue with game too. Right. So, yeah. So, so what I'm saying. Yeah. So it's, like, it's, it's, the, it's tough, you know, because I know I've had friends that beef with each other and people are thinking that I'm part of the beef too. I'm like, no, nah, that's between y'all. I can't, I'm not going to stop being well, friends with someone. I, it depends on this, the, the, the certain the, the certain beef. But right. Fifty just wanted to just rule over New York, and now all the rappers I just named are from New York, so mm-hmm. you know, like that. Now this also did happen, and I'm and I didn't realize he was gonna mention it, but hey, it's four hours podcast, might as well. So when they realized that there was some real beef going on, Fifty, uh, Fifty, excuse me, Game and his niggas went up to uh back to New York. He said seventy bloods, but for my first initial thought, it was thirty. 30 of them come up, they all get in cabs, they go into um, Hot 97, or one of the radio stations, where 50 was in the studio with Funk Flex, just, you know, on the radio show. So, they was outside, and then they were strapped up, whatever. So, 50, 50's niggas go out, and they see games niggas, mm-hmm. six inches of snow, niggas in Tuck Taylors and shit. So, they start shooting. And so, they had a shootout. And one of the niggas got hit. I do remember this. It was on the news and everything, but they the news said it was 50s dudes, but it was actually games dudes. So these niggas go up there until all of a sudden someone made a phone call, which was Jimmy Hinchman. He was like, yo, y'all got to come back to Cali. Y'all, you know, whatever. So they had a shootout over all of this. Basically. That's crazy. It's crazy. Um, oh, and, then, and then Game mentioned, and this was his words, the shootout was this Biggie and Tupac moment. Um, what does that mean? Meaning, like, he thought that he, he had this whole, the, basically the premise of the interview was, hip-hop is real, hip-hop is real. That's what he thought. So, so basically, he's like, you know, with beef, niggas die over the shit. Oh, you know, okay. like that. Now, I know you heard from when we talked about the clip earlier about the whole uh, Crips and Bloods and the, on the tour or whatever like that. Right. His own brother, Big Face, which was his, his actual brother, which is a Blood too, beat with the game because Nipsey was the nigga that they brought on tour. I think it was Nipsey, Kendrick, and Game. They all went on tour, and and Big Face was like, "Nah, don't bring Nipsey on the tour. Like, we don't need no Crip niggas on the tour, or whatever." You know, here's what I'd be thinking. Uh huh. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> you know, when people join gangs, mm-hmm. they're typically young. Yeah. Right. <laughs> not Sada Baby. I'm sorry. So I'm thinking about so I think of like, so they're young, right? So mm-hmm. they for the calls, like, yeah, you know, Bloods, Crips. Fuck them, fuck them, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like you're new, you know, you, you're following the rules. Right. You're young. Mm-hmm. As you get older. Yes. And ain't got that shit no more. And my nigga, thank you. My nigga, John, y'all 30s. Mm-hmm. Like when you learn the rules, once you get older, you become more lax. Especially in the rap game because fifth, my the nigga, fifth excuse me, the game and Snoop is always going to collaborate. Yeah, and if you, y'all in y'all 30s mm-hmm. and 40s, you still gangbanging? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's crazy because it's like, like, ain't you supposed to be doing shit for the community? Well, and that's y'all, what the Crips, Crips y'all and Crips. LLC. <laughs> they really was supposed to. That was their purpose. <laughs> Go ahead, tell them. Have we told them this? Before? No, I don't think we did. I, I think we may have mentioned it briefly, but go ahead and explain it to them. Okay, again. actually, funny enough, because you mentioned Nipsey Hussle. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we mentioned before, y'all. So the reason I said Crips and LLC. Is because 
I saw like on Instagram, um, it was a lawyer basically talking about a case where um, some organization was trying to do something in remembrance. Uh, no. Oh, Nipsey Hussle's family was trying to do something in remembrance of the brand. The what the marathon? Yeah. But they were getting sued by the Crips. And I was like, wait, the Crips is uh, is a real organization? And apparently they are. So I say this. You in your thirties and forties shouldn't you be serving your community? But that's what the, what they were first designed for. Like back in the day, it wasn't about the gang banging. They was just trying to uh, they were trying to bring up their communities and stuff. It's, it's yeah, real- and like and like Nipsey Hussle was like a good influence. Granted, he was on y'all opposite side. But but, same, but I mean, but they have but it's mutual respect. You know, like I said, rap rappers do that. Now I don't know how deep it is to that because now I'm gonna be honest with you. A lot of times you hear it now they own the because uh, it's different sets of bloods, you right. know, and stuff uh, or Crips, I should say, or whatever. Um, like Maxo Cream said, he can't even trust his Crips because of Crip Nipsey Hustle. Um, I think uh, Sue Surf, a battle rapper, I like when he was shot up so many times. I think it was about another Crip. I think I don't quote me on that, but it's just sometimes you hear it and it's a little different today. Uh, last couple things, just so I'm gonna get out the way because, like I said, this is what I got for two hours. The realest thing I think he said in the whole thing, he actually mentioned about Isaiah Rashad, where he was basically mentioned. How I don't know why people was mad like about his sexuality. I mean, let that man do what he do. They got nothing to do with you and stuff like that. So exactly. I, it was brief, but to me, and that sucks. That's the realest thing I think he said in the whole thing. And um, he also has a toxic relationship with his manager, Wack One Hundred. Um, because they was like, you know, do you ever like agree with a lot of stuff he be saying? He said, Nah, I disagree with this nigga every day. And my mom thinking like he said your manager though, and I think and I didn't listen to obviously I was done with the interview. They under contract, he can't just like fire. What? Well, you, you can you can get rid of your manager. It ain't like I don't think like one hundred the blood too. I don't think it's like yeah, but like what I mean is like he would have to have a reason to fire him. You think so? Yeah. Oh, okay. You can't just fire him because they can sue you for like wrongful termination. You can't just be like. You fire me in. The reason why I say I think it's different because it's not like it's not like this dude has a all. Well, I'm not. I, no, I, I mean, don't know. It's like the same thing. Like at at your job you work at, you can't just they can't just fire you to fire you. They have to let you go for a reason. I, we we don't know. Okay. We don't know. We, we'll say that. You know. But uh, and I think Wack actually came on to the show. It, uh, like towards people was like you know whatever. I ain't gonna lie. I just basically looked it up on on what you call it. And a lot of people was like, oh no, nah, I ain't about to watch this for four hours. So I don't know if anyone's finished it from start to finish. So um, did you get to the um, Dr. Dre? Oh, thing? you know what? We'll end it off. Thank you for mentioning that. We'll end it off like this. Did, he, did he go on a further explanation? No. Nah. What y'all saw on that clip, if you watch it right now, if was you go, it? that was it. That, that, boo, listen, that was the point I was like, I understand, because that whole clip, that whole clip you saw, they just did basically, that basically, I listened did, to everything of it. They just did a preview of a movie. They knew. They gave you the whole damn thing. Right. Because I'm thinking, that's going to be like hour three, because I was trying to hold on. Yeah. And then he mentioned it. Like, I thought and you I were think, going to going to a deeper and it, i don't even think they elaborated they kept because i kept telling you they kept getting sidetracked so that they, that i'm happy you mentioned that yeah that was it so that what y'all heard was it so yeah all right we're going to the next day um so we have three other topics yes did you want to go and get to all of them oh also yeah uh What's been going on, and we've been, you know, definitely been on some new shows or watching some shows, whatever. Netflix has definitely been part of it. And so I'll mention this one because we'll start this part and then we'll kind of go into what you also want to mention. But um, so the uh, third episode of the Genius uh, documentary, mm-hmm. the you know, the Kanye trilogy. And at this point, I realized I should have read the subtitle, or, you know, like the big title and the subtitle. Um, only because I didn't know it was just going to be three episodes. I thought it was going to be way more than that. And the reason why I say this is because um, the but first two. 
But it's called Genius the Trilogy. Yeah, well, it was like Genius and then in small letters. And I didn't, you know, or I probably forgot about it. You know, I probably did. But the first two episodes were the best ones. <laughs> the, the first two episodes were the best ones because um, they was talking about how he was trying to get signed and then recording the documentary and then a little bit of late registration on the, on the second one. So I'm thinking, oh, snap, this is going to be great. I'm, I'm going to watch it for a couple because I don't know if I'm going to get to the end because I got to hear him talking about graduation and my beautiful twist of our fantasy. And then they got to mention about his mother's death. Well, I didn't know that basically Kanye was like, yo, we... <clears throat> Basically, him and his the dude that was Cootie. Yeah, Cootie. He just kind of like kind of distanced themselves. Really, Kanye distanced himself from him. Well, he well, well, Cootie said Kanye. He realized that Kanye he, was really big. Yeah, he he got big. Even when he won a Grammy for late registration, like you could tell, like Kanye was just way bigger for him, and it's almost like it, he wasn't. He felt like he wasn't in place for what was going on. Right. Uh, but um, fortunately, when I realized, oh, snap, we're in 2007 at this point. That's the year that his mother passed. And it was just, it was a very heartbreaking moment. And But it was good that the fact that they did get some document, document that moments and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And all that. Um, but this was the episode where we kind of just see him go crazy. Now, of course, I feel like it was because his mother was gone at that point. And I... And- Oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Um, one thing I wanted to mention about the Kanye West doc that, <clears throat> you know, after his mom passed, just watching, like I, I said it before, their relationship, her, who she was, it truly showed you how important it is as parents for you to just pour love into your children. Yes. Because she poured into him. She made him feel like he could do anything he put his mind to. And all he ever wanted to do was make his mama proud. Yeah. And he definitely achieved that. Like, for sure. Like, you know, she she loved Kanye. Mm-hmm. And that's why I said when we first saw, like, just to see how beautiful their relationship was. She was his bigger, like... Biggest cheerleader anytime he would be down, she would bring him up. Like, it was truly beautiful. So, that's what I took from it. Yeah. Um, it was crazy because in that last episode, they like fast forward through everything. Yeah. And, you know, Cootie had a kid or had a daughter, I should say. And, you know, everything like that. But then, you know, Kanye brought him back. Or, you know, just the film, like the Master Square concert for Life of Pablo. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a festival that coming through, you know. Kanye, like, he's even at that point, like, they still was kind of distant. It was sometimes where they was in the studio and Kanye was, like, turn the camera off. And Kanye never really been like that. Right. So, he was just, he really, I think he was really just feeling himself at that time. Um, But he did bring him back towards the time where he was about to run for president and record Jesus is King and record, um, I think, I don't know if they got to Donda. I don't know if they started to say anything about him recording Donda. Um, But I know Jesus is King and when Kanye was about to run for president and shit. I do remember that. Um, And that was where the documentary really ended. I don't, I think it's just the, 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 the time I really liked Kanye, I enjoyed that part of the document. But mm-hmm. when he got to his the crazy shit and you know him going through the mental health stuff and all that, I really wasn't a big fan. But that's just how I am, you know, um, and everything like that. Yeah, I, like the the third episode was very much fast paced and they sped it up. But yeah. <clears throat> at the ending though, you could really still see the beauty of it, and you just got yeah. to really see the journey of Kanye West. Right, and it's like. What he said in the beginning, he made it happen. Mm-hmm. Look at him now. Now another documentary did see. What did you call it a documentary? Would you, would yeah, you say? yeah. It's a okay. Uh, worst roommate ever is that the name? Mm-hmm. I just want to make sure. Okay, so worst roommate ever. This one was crazy. So we <laughs> haven't seen all of them. We've seen. Well, there was what five episodes, and we're on four. the fourth, where it's a two-parter. Um, right. First episode, this lady. So yeah, I I really only want to talk about the first two. Yeah, and that, that's that's totally fine because the third one's trash. So the first one, or did you want to tell the baby? Mm, go ahead, go ahead. So the first one, I don't remember her name, but it was basically 
an old lady mm-hmm. who was pretending to be like, I don't know if I would say an assisted living facility. Mm-hmm. Like she was <clears throat> like having, becoming like a, like a, ha- like a halfway house for like homeless people to stay or something like that. Yeah. Anyway. The house mom or something like that. Yeah. And we're allowing them to live in her house. Um, and she looked like, picture the Golden Girls, right? Uh, and turns out she was killing the tenants. Yes. And collecting a social security check. Seven bodies. Yes. Um, did you want to tell them how they found out? Or, or well, we, I guess, we're going to go into like the... Deep into the episode, or well, I tell you what, um, we really with that we really could just I'll just say it like this, uh, well, that part definitely watch it, um, but the second one to me was just it was all crazy, uh, because I definitely want to talk about that. Okay, one. now I do remember his name. Yes, Casey Joy was yes. the name of this this gentleman. He's an uh, Asian man, and um, picture Jackie Chan, but like a lot older and fatter, and probably can't do no karate moves. No, like you know he didn't look like. He didn't kind of look like Jackie Chan. Well, okay, yes. Yeah, so. Or picture the Asian man at the Chinese restaurant. There you go. So um, he's with uh, he. I'm trying to think how he get to the roommate with the girl. Like he got he obviously got there, but like did he look her um, up? Because I know where to get in the her, middle. But he found her on Craigslist. Okay, and but by the yeah, it was Craigslist. Now this girl that you know, because at the same time, a lot of the you know like our friends didn't really like him or something like that. Um, or sister or whatever, but at the same time, this dude started to become like he really liked well, her. Well, you didn't you didn't give the backstory. Okay, it was an ex marine, okay. military that she had a house mm-hmm. and she wanted a tenant. Yeah, and so then, she put an ad on Craigslist. And he answered the ad, correct? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they do the application, whatever. Yeah, he move in. And then, uh, as he was starting to like her a little bit more, and plus he was he was he wasn't paying rent like he was still. Well, th- well, well he started. Di- he started he, to yeah. He did at the beginning start paying. Rent. Yeah, but then um, one month he didn't pay. Yeah, and then she was kind of like, "Hey, where's my money?" Just like anybody would do in that situation. Mm-hmm. Now he was saying that he really like liked her and stuff like that. Um, she didn't feel the same way. She didn't obviously, and then um, one day she just uh. We're missing. And so he go now, he's basically like going on Facebook. He's real upset that people, you know, he's getting questioned by the police. Like, I don't know no. what happened. So, no. Mm-hmm. So. I'm not getting the third one confused. I think I am sometimes. Go ahead. So one thing Cody's, you know, leaving out is so, of course, she goes missing. The police are, you know, interviewing all these different people. So, you know, a lot of the time on these documentaries, they have. The video, as well as audio of them interviewing the, you know, a witness or mm-hmm. suspect or whatever. Mm-hmm. Surveillance. We have Casey Joy, right? Now, remember, he's an Asian man. Now, in the documentary, the sister of the missing victim, she said, because I guess she saw the video of his interview with the police. And she was listening to him talk. And he's talking like, I don't know anything. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That was the second one. That w- that was after when he got caught. No, it wasn't. He was doing that before. Yes. Okay. So I he, thought he just did it so, one time. No. Oh. No. Okay. No. So you y'all, he was he was speaking like you know, Asians. You but know, but prior to all that, he's talking like how we talking right now. N- right. So when the sisters watching it, when she watched it, she was in shock because she was like. That's not how he talks. Mm-hmm. He talks like us. Right. But he's putting on a fake accent. Yeah. But, um, so he was like, he had said, because when they interviewed him, he was like, um, I left, like, and left for an hour. And when I came back, she was gone. Yeah. And posting up on, like, on the Facebook pages to, like, to find her and all that. People was just like, you know, because she, he's missing and everything like that. Um, so, do at this time he goes to the, to the library. This is, you know, before, you know, MacBooks and stuff. Right, so he, he's checking out the thing, but then they, but since the police is kind of on to him, 
he they kind of had someone watching and they're basically looking at his internet searches but as he as he's doing this yeah so, so he, he was yeah. running a laptop mm-hmm. go to a certain <laughs> corner and, I, and the police caught on that he was coming to the library frequently mm-hmm. and he would run a laptop yeah. and you know guys when you're on when you're you know in the library um they do have you know like browser restrictions and stuff mm-hmm. they monitor everything what you do right so they you know start looking at his stuff and he's on google you know typing questions that would raise some flags like how can decompose a body yes how long does it take for a, for a body to decay mm-hmm. like this yeah so they were like, well, was he what, really wasn't enough to kind of like question him in? Now, he goes there a second time. This is where it gets interesting because the sister and like the her nieces and stuff was throwing a, a like a run. Like, like a, an awareness. Awareness run, marathon or whatever. It was like an awareness walk. Walk, sister. yeah. And they put out the, obviously the, the address. So now he goes back to the library. And he's looking up this address. Well, he's he's already at the library. He's already at the library, but he's looking up the address and realizing, oh shit! So then, all of a sudden, he goes into the what do you call it? The what do you call it? The it's something view. He goes uh, he global goes, view or something. He goes um to the Google Maps. Yeah. On it to get an aerial view. Yeah. And then he does it to where you can he zoom in. Zooms in, and y'all, he zooms in to like this. Blank space of dirt. Yeah. Well, you think a body could be found. Police immediately go over there and they found the body. Mm-hmm. And so they bring him back. And he still talking like he Asian. Well, he Asian, but. I think, I don't know if by then he, he you know. Yeah. Dropped it, but. Uh, he got arrested. He did. And they said even still to this day, he still denied ever killing her. Right. So. Yes, definitely watch that on you on uh, Netflix right now. Uh, let's get into Can You Believe This Shit. Okay. Um, let me get it pulled up. All right. And, or do you have one? Or is it just me this week? Um, <clears throat> I have one, but <clears throat> I don't know if it's like the best. Well, but go ahead and tell something. us. Yeah. Okay. This is interesting. The FBI arrests a TikTok star after shoes seen. And videos are connected to a string of armed robberies. Oh, well, go ahead. It's interesting. Right? Mm-hmm. So it says, federal agents were investigating a string of armed robberies across Detroit. Um, caught a break in the case after they connected the shoes worn by a popular TikTok using his viral videos of each crime. And so people was like, the cops is on TikTok? <laughs> I mean, but and I saw it too. What well, was funny on Twitter? People was like, "He should have worn a black, black forces." Yeah, the black forces is. That's why you know. Have you ever seen a dude just walking up with some black forces? Give him everything he's asking for. What does that mean? It's 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 like a code. It's like how like people talking about the Tims. It's just certain things. Black Air I mean, Forces, you get robbed. But same thing as white Air Forces. It's a different color. I know, but majority of people that probably got robbed has the same story from different niggas that was wearing black Air Forces. The low cuts too. Do you think they're are they the same price? Yeah, I mean they're the same price, but I mean, but it's like if you see that that nigga dangerous. Even if he looks skinny, you think you could take him? He dangerous. He gonna find a way. Okay, I ain't never. That's why I never had an all black pair of Air Forces. You never wanted any. I, I don't want people to be running away from me. I don't. I may not look like I got a threat. Maybe but that's I, a regional thing. Oh no 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 that no no! That might just no. be like New York. No 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 no! It's everywhere. Basically, because people can post that online, just like how you found it. We don't even know where the person who posted it where they from. Okay. It's a, it's everywhere. Who do you think? Okay, then who do you think the Air Forces were made for? It's the shoes. Do do white people wear the black Air Forces? Have you seen a? Have you ever seen a white person wear all black pair of Air Forces? No. You see them wear all white ones, huh? So are you saying? The black ones were made for niggas because they robbed people? Well, let's just say, yeah. We'll go ahead and take that ownership. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm over here trying to connect the dots. Like, wait. Now you're going to be looking at every dude's feet. Babe. <laughs> he got a 
Yeah. <laughs> okay. So mine. A Wisconsin woman is accused of cutting her lover's head off while having sex and dumping his limbs in a crock pot and bucket. So Taylor Shabiz. A, huh? a crock a, a, a crock, crock pot, pot and bucket. And bucket? And bucket. And a bucket, yeah. Oh. Why the fuck she put him in a crock pot? She's gonna cook him? No, let's just let's just dive into the story. Okay. <laughs> Taylor Shabiznes. What? That's her name. Taylor, <laughs> Taylor Shabiznes. <laughs> tell me, tell me right there, they don't say Shabiznes. <laughs> I don't think that's how you spell it. It might be Shabasness or something. No, 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 hold on, hold on. Only because literally the word business. No, Shabiznes is wild. I don't give, the, hey, it's our show. Okay, <laughs> Taylor Shabiznes. <laughs> Stop saying it, please. <laughs> it sounds like right, mind your business. <laughs> so not, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm trying not to. I'm trying to keep it together, y'all. Allegedly dismembered the body of a 25-year-old Green Bay man while having sex. The New York Post reports the two were smoking meth before going into mother's victim's house, uh, victim's mother's house. While there, the two began having sex using chains. She business. At one point, she blacked out and started going crazy and started choking the man. The woman didn't realize she didn't mean to kill him, but enjoyed choking him. So they went around, you know, the cops come over there to the house. And, and also the resident found her son's head. Hold on. But I thought she just choked him. She blacked out and then went to the. She don't, She blacked then, out. Then she went to the kitchen and got some a knife. Hey, well, she blacked out, I guess. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just going with the storytelling. Me. Now, mama found the son's head in the bucket. And uh, alleged. <clears throat> And they also were trying to find the rest of his organs. But after searching, uh, officers found his penis in a bucket and his legs in a crock pot. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, and so, How officers. How long did it take for them to find him? Uh, it, didn't say, it, didn't say, it didn't say the time period. Um, but they said that Shabiznes business was the last person to God, be seen with him. Name, I'm bro. sorry. And so, when they asked her what happened, she was like, that's a good question. So now she's charged with first degree intentional homicide and third degree sexual assault, and her bond is at two milli. And so she admitted she did it. No, I mean she had to because if you black out, don't I thought when you black out you don't remember? Well, I'm, she I, just you just gave a vivid detail of what happened. Yeah, that was pretty good, right? But at the same time, um, she's she in jail, so. That's crazy. That is crazy. Very crazy. Don't do drugs, or at least not the hard ones. Mm-hmm. Or you end up like, should business. Should business. All right. Uh, anything else before we get out of here? Nope. All right, you guys. Well, until next time. Bye. bye. And everyone, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Podbean, as well as follow us on all social media platforms at RNDM Combos. Thank you for listening.